Hey there, this is Jessica Stewart, and you are listening to Finding Your Calm with Your Teenager, episode number 33. Anyone out there struggle to remain calm when dealing with your teenager? It's certainly been something that I have struggled with in my parenting journey, so that's what I'm here to help you with. This podcast will give you really practical advice and tips to remain calm when dealing with your teenager, because I truly believe if you can remain calm when doing this, you can remain calm in pretty much any situation. So listen in and enjoy. Welcome. So glad you're here. And I am talking today about the pillar of my uh, framework of calm and the pillar is focusing in on acceptance and before I get into that though I do want to invite anybody who's interested in coaching or a life coaching program because that's what I do I'm going to be opening up four spots in March to beta test my coaching program for parents of teenagers. And we'll take you through a framework of sort of where you are with your parenting journey right now with your teenager and where you like to be. And it's a six week um, free coaching program. So if you're interested in that, then I would be happy just to get on a consult with you and go through if it might be a good fit for you. Even though it's a free thing, it's basically like you, you're paying me essentially in your time. So you're giving your time, which is very valuable to me, and also to kind of test drive the coaching program that I am looking to offer. So I'm offering that to four people coming up in March. So I will provide you some more details, but if you are interested, I'm going to provide details in the show notes about that and where to get in touch with me uh, for that. So what I want to talk about in this episode is to give you a super easy way to identify some thoughts or sentences in your brain that your brain gives you that are showing that you are resisting so much of reality. So I want to dive into some life coaching tools today that you can use to actually coach yourself really on anything that is going on in your life. So not just parenting teenagers. And the very first thing and perhaps the most life-changing skill I have learned in becoming a life coach and what I've learned to use with myself is to really identify when a challenging thing is happening in your life, how to separate the actual facts of what is happening from our thoughts about it. And so why is this so life-changing? So it really is because as we go through our lives and things are happening, and I'm talking about like actual factual things that are happening, such as the weather, traffic, someone saying words to us, any sort of circumstances we are dealing with at home and at work or wherever we are traveling, traveling delays. So anything that's just kind of goes on in our normal course of life, there are the thoughts we think about these facts. So our brains are constantly assessing circumstances as good 
or bad and making meaning out of whatever is happening. But what most of us do is we take those sentences or thoughts that we make up or we believe as completely factual. And we report it that way as simply as a fact. Like, um, I'll give you an example. So say it's raining when you wake up and then you're brain launches into a tirade about when will it ever stop? It shouldn't be raining again. It's going to be a miserable day. I'm going to feel gloomy all day now. And it it should stop soon. Like why is why doesn't it stop raining? So what are the actual facts in the previous sentence that I just said, or the previous, previous paragraph I just offered you? So the only fact was that it was raining when I woke up. And after that, All of it is a list of thoughts our brain has offered us. And the one thought that usually causes us the most suffering is the one that contains the word should or shouldn't. So this is a clue that you are in a state of not accepting what is actually happening. So now you may say to me, well, why should I accept this? And so what I would offer is that acceptance is really can be a shortcut to skip a lot of suffering and mental drama that can come up. And you may ask, well, how? Like if, if, so if we can find a way to move to acceptance more quickly, we don't have to wade through all the resistance and mental muck basically that is created by our endless thoughts. And they, we often just really argue against reality especially when we say those phrases that contain the words should or shouldn't, like this should be different than what is happening or this shouldn't be happening right now. So what if you're not there yet? Like what if I say these words to you and you're thinking, like I don't want to accept things that are bad in the world or when somebody says something mean to me or when my teenager is crabby and in a bad mood or is not following the rules I've set out. Like I don't want to accept that. Why should I accept that? Because, you know, that just means that it's going to go on and on forever if I accept it. So what I would say to you in this case is that you certainly don't have to accept anything. Like you don't have to do anything that I tell you. Um, But what I would say is just experiment with it in your own brain. So if you choose not to accept something, like if you argue against reality or if you say something shouldn't be happening, do so consciously And sort of really notice that you are not accepting what's going on right now. And then maybe pay attention to what happens with your own ability to find solutions to or manage your emotions when you aren't accepting reality. So what I'm going to do is just offer you an example from my own life with my son, who I have permission to share some of his journey about. Um, My son actually struggles with OCD, so obsessive compulsive disorder and anxiety related to this. And when he was in his earlier stages of dealing with it, I was offering him all of the solutions I thought he should be using. I would send him podcasts. He was on medication and wasn't taking it regularly and I would get so angry with him. I got him books that he and I would give them to him and he wouldn't read them. And almost every solution I offered, he wasn't taking. And for many months, I just wouldn't accept this. It was like, it was so frustrating for me and for him because ultimately I ended up feeling afraid for his future and ended up dealing with him constantly out of this fear, 
which ended up in arguments and me yelling at him to manage his OCD in the way that I wanted him to manage it, and which he was so frustratingly wasn't doing. So now this change didn't happen in um, in me overnight, but I eventually saw that the way I was managing this wasn't working. Like he was not going to manage his OCD the way I wanted him to. And you can apply this to pretty much anything with teenagers. The teenagers so often do not do the things we want them to do and in the way we want them to. And um, I eventually had to accept the way he was managing this situation. So now once I, and I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't like acceptance overnight, but I just realized that not accepting how he was managing it wasn't working for me and for him because it was just making me so frustrated and resisting everything that he was doing. So once I went into acceptance that my way was not the only true and right way to do it, there sort of was an opening up of other possibilities and other conversations I could have with him about what he was doing himself. And I was also able to share with him that I was kind of putting him in the driver's seat about how to manage this. And I would be there to support what he wanted to do. Now, I want to be clear, this didn't mean that I stopped caring about what he was going through or gave up or just thought, whatever, he's not listening anyways. But it did mean that I was more than, um, I was then more capable of seeing him as a person with his own autonomy who was doing his best to manage his diagnosis in the way that made sense to him. And we did come to some agreements and I wasn't always coming to him with the energy of like, I can't believe you aren't doing the things the way I want you to. So it was like an energy shift. And when you come to somebody out of fear about what could happen to them, then they feel that and it just escalates everything. But when I came to him with like curiosity and openness about how he was dealing with it, it opened up such a better conversation with him. And again, I want to reiterate, this didn't happen for me overnight. This was a lot of struggle. And I don't say that to say, oh, poor me, I was struggling. I just say that to, um, that sometimes your brain has to go through a process of acceptance too, which is totally fine. Um, But when you do see more and more the quicker you get to acceptance, the less resistance and struggle there is, then you can apply it to other situations. So I want to say here also that acceptance is is something that can be learned and to be learned, it needs to be practiced. So I'm just going to offer some ways to start learning or thinking about how to practice practice acceptance in smaller ways to start so that maybe it will become easier to accept some bigger things and maybe it will create less resistance to your life and what's happening in it which the less resistance you have to things the easier it is like I said it's a shortcut to more pathways to figure out more solutions and to be more open to things. And so 
And you don't have to accept things. And I'm not telling you that you have to do anything, like I said before, but when you are not, just notice what is happening as a result. Notice how you feel and also notice the actions you take when you're not accepting something. So here's a couple different ways to think about practicing acceptance for you. So just a couple of takeaways. So the first thing I want you to do is start to with separating the facts of what's happening from the thoughts about what is happening. So maybe about smaller things such as the weather. So notice that if you're like, say you don't like rain and what happens in your brain when it is rainy. So you wake up and it's raining today. And then what are the thoughts that you're saying about that? And notice whatever you think basically after you notice or have the, the um, awareness that it's raining outside. And get to that point where you can say, okay, yes, it's raining. Now what? Without all the extra sentences our brain adds to us like it's it's raining this is bad this is going to be a gloomy day it's going to rain forever the uh, environment is worsening it's it could be any number of those thoughts so if you just stick to the actual facts you'll be like okay yep it's raining now what and then also I want you to notice your thoughts anytime the words should or shouldn't come up So this is a clear indication that you are not in acceptance. And like I said, if you're not in acceptance, don't beat yourself up about that. Don't think you're doing something wrong. This is, we're humans. This is what we do. This is what our brains offer us. They offer us should or shouldn't statements all the time. And like maybe perhaps you're in traffic or you're behind a slow driver and you think they shouldn't be driving so slow or they shouldn't be in this lane. They should move over. Um, this is, this is a big one. Like this is where you can practice so many things is when you're driving or any areas that frustrate you in these ways and start working on it in that perspective. And instead you could say to yourself, yes, they are driving slow in front of me. Yes, this is happening. And notice when you make all the sentences come up after like they shouldn't be doing this this isn't right they're they're whatever you start calling them names you add all of that to it instead of kind of just making it factual yes there is a person in who perhaps could be in another lane but they're in front of me this is a fact not this shouldn't be happening because it is happening (laughs) this is happening and it will continue to happen over and over and over again. So um, just work on it that way with the small things in your life. And then you could potentially apply it to some other situations when you start separating the facts from the thoughts about them and also notice your should or shouldn't statements. So this may seem kind of simplistic, but it is simply a game changer. And once you start to notice the things that happen and the thoughts you have about all of it that are not facts at all, you can begin to make some small shifts in how you react and respond to the happenings of your life. And this is applicable in all areas of life, but especially within our uh, relationships. And when things come up with our teenagers, we can try to you know, just write down all that's happening and pick out the the facts from that 
situation and then pick out all of the things that we're thinking about it that's causing so much of the added suffering that we're dealing with and and practice that and see how it goes and let me know I'd love to hear from you how this um, was potentially helpful for you okay so thank you so much for listening I hope you found it so helpful. If you did find it helpful, please rate and review this episode. Please share it around so that my messaging gets out to more people. And I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to my um, my episodes. And I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I have something to offer you. And that is a video that I have made to help if you've ever lost it on your teenager. And I made this video because I think this is something that we all struggle with as parents or caregivers of teenagers. We all struggle with it as parents or caregivers of children of any age, really. And I made the video to explain why we do this, what to do if it's happened to you, and just to give you some support with this situation and release the shame and blame of it all. And I hope that you find it so helpful. So how do you get it? If you go to the show notes of the podcast and click the link that says grab your free video here, it will take you to a page to sign up and the the video will be delivered straight to your inbox. So I hope you enjoy it and have a great day.